Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch. The skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this, AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy. We need to figure out how to be more productive in our day, how to pull huge levers on a consistent basis to get us further faster, how to get out of the, the never ending to-do list and that's when we started reading books, hiring coaches, uh, going to uh, conferences and seminars and figuring out what works and what doesn't and what separates successful people from people that are just floundering and what those habits, traits and skills were and are that allow people to get further faster. And we would just start implementing in our existing business, uh, in our joint venture and in our uh, solo businesses that we're also running. And through this, we we developed a a um, an affinity for liking the the growth and development that we were working on, and we created a simple framework for ourselves. And that framework is now today the self journal. Um, but it wasn't the self journal when we started. It was a blank moleskin, mm-hmm. and. Um, we would just fill out this framework every day and crush work day in and day out. We would do more work in a day than, than most people get done in a week. And then we finally said, Hey, you know what? We're pretty good at creating products. Why don't we create this product for ourselves so we don't have to write in this, in this moleskin every, every day. I'm Srini Rao, and this is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast, where you get a window into the stories and insights of the most innovative and creative minds who've started movements, built thriving businesses, written best-selling books, and created insanely interesting art. For more, check out our 500-episode archive at unmistakablecreative.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As creators, we're always on the move. Whether it's a live podcast event, a pop-up shop, or a workshop, we're constantly interacting with community, and that's where Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe comes in. Imagine this. You're at a live event, a listener loves your merch, or a participant wants to sign up for your course on the spot. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, you can accept their payments right there and then, right from your iPhone so there's no extra hardware or no delays. Total game changer. It's not just for creators. Any business owner can do this. It's about making transactions smoother and much more personal, growing your business in your way. We've been using Stripe for our products and courses for a long time, and now with Tap to Pay on iPhone, you can take your business to the next level too. So visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone to learn more. Remember, folks, with Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, your business is always at your fingertips. Alan, welcome to the Unmistakable Creative. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so I actually was referred to you by way of Selena Sue, who has been sending us a steady stream of really interesting and uh, amazing people that are clients of hers. And of course, I knew about your work because I am actually a customer of yours and uh, somebody who had bought the Best Self Journal. But before we get into everything that you're up to, I want to start by asking you, um, what did your parents do for a living and how did that end up impacting the choices that you've made with your life and your career? Wow. Uh, So... What? This is uh, this is going to be a little crazy. So, uh, and I appreciate this this question because I've never answered it before. So, uh, so my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My parents were divorced. Um, so my mom stayed. So my mom would work as uh, an assisted living, like. Uh, nurse, if you will. So she would go to this woman's house. Her name was Rose Reed, um, who was a Holocaust survivor. Um, and she would go to her house and manage her well-being for her. And I think she was like 98 years old or uh, some, something when she first started, maybe like 96 when she first started. And then she turned, I think she passed away at like 102 and my mom was still taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would go to her house at uh, 7 a.m. in the morning, um, do the whole morning session with her, get her ready for the day, this and that. Uh, and then around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, the nurse that she managed would come in um, and they would switch roles. Uh, and then my mom would come home and She'd be home by the time my sister and I stepped off the school bus, and then she was able to spend the rest of uh, the day with us doing homework or taking us to uh, sports or something like that. Um, so that that was my mom when we were younger. Then my sister and I, we grew up, we went to high school, and when we were in high school, my mom transitioned to a marketing manager for a an assisted living uh, facility. So there was three buildings, uh, a couple hundred rooms. And my mom was, uh, the head of marketing for all three facilities, um, uh, in regards to that. So, uh, I, anything else that you would like me to ask? Nope, no, no, no. I don't know where to go, where no, no, to keep go. Going. Uh, um, I mean, and then I am curious about your dad as well. I already have a ton of questions about this. Sweet. That's awesome. Um, so then my dad, so, my dad, um, well, my dad is, he, he hopped around from jobs to jobs. Uh, he was quote unquote retired um, at like 48, 40 something years old. Uh, but that's basically because he, uh, he was living off of a trust fund that uh, his father had left him when he passed away. Um, unfortunately my father 
uh, is an alcoholic and his uh, work habits uh, haven't really been the best uh, because of alcoholism, really. And uh, it's a little difficult for me to talk about this, but I'm I'm sharing for the sake of being vulnerable. Um, So I didn't really learn a lot from my dad growing up as far as how to establish a solid work work ethic. Uh, I I constantly saw him taking the easy route, um, and he just didn't really have any motivation, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, Fast forward to today, now that we're older and grown up and I can see things as they they really are, um, when I was a kid, I didn't really understand that. Uh, I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, and I never saw my dad in a negative light until I was much older. Um, just about a couple of years ago, it really like hit home for me. And, um, and now my dad actually surprisingly has held a job for, I think four, four or five years now, mm-hmm. um, which is the longest that I've ever known, uh, him to hold a job for. Uh, and now I'm, I'm 30 years old. So, uh, that's interesting. Wow. Wow. Um, so your mom, having worked with uh, people that are, are that old, many probably as, as morbid as this sounds, probably are, are close to dying or years from dying. Is there anything that she passed on to you that she learned from those people that um, informed your perspective on life? Uh, she always told me that when we were younger, that she, uh, she would always try to give the best well-being and care especially for older people who have lost the ability to take care of themselves, whether it's through a mental disorder like Alzheimer's or dementia or just some physical uh, setbacks. Maybe they can't walk or, uh, or just like really old and their body's breaking down. She was always adamant of making sure that they were, that their hygiene was top notch, that they would always be, you know, washed, bathed, cleaned, and and when it came to um, when it came to their uh, their looks and appearance, like I remember, my mother would. This woman was ninety eight, a hundred years old, and she would go and dye her hair for her uh, red, so it wouldn't be gray anymore. And so she so she had like the hair that she grew up with when she looked in the mirror, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did she pass on for that? I think it was like, uh, you can't underestimate the, the power of when you look good, you feel good. And when, uh, when you're, you, you can't underestimate the power of, you know, being clean. And, um, I mean, I guess in her perspective, if a nurse came into the room and there was a, two people in a bed, uh, or two, one person in one bed and one person in the other, uh, and one person was dirty and the other person was clean and, and showered and just like put together, which one would you rather be helping, right? Um, so having uh, clean hygiene um, is a key to long-term health and, and I guess, uh, vitality. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, so... What so can I, can I also add oh, another please. insight that we Absolutely. didn't get? To? Yeah. So do. my mom actually passed away at 48 years old. I was 24 when she died. Uh, she passed away from complications to cancer, not cancer itself, but the actual treatment um, ended up killing her. Um, so that was uh, monumental in uh, how the trajectory of my life. Um, from there. Mm. Wow. Uh, where were you headed before that happened? Um, and what changed after that happened? And, and how did your whole view on life changed, especially after having something as tragic as, as losing your mother at such an early age? Um, where was I headed? I was, I, I was drifting, um, is the best way to describe it. I was young twenties. I was a party animal. Um, I was living for escaping, if you will. Uh, so 
you know, partying, drinking, drugs, um, not really caring about anything important, uh, not really caring about myself or others. And when my mom passed away, I was like, holy shit, um, life is too short. Um, I want to utilize my time here on planet Earth uh, and not squander this time because who knows tomorrow I, I may not be here. And really, what what am I trying to do here while I'm on planet Earth? Um, and that pretty much sprung board me into into going down my own journey. I ended up quitting my job. Um, and at 24, um, I say quitting my job, but, uh, when you're 24, you, you're pretty much fired. Uh, so I was fired from my job because I checked out and I started, um, and I booked a one-way ticket to Peru. I spent four months in Peru living in the Hills, uh, seeing how, how real people lived, uh, and survived in the world. Um, and that really matured me in an emotional level, uh, to what, you know, what we should really be worrying about on the day to day, because just a year beforehand, I was worried about, you know, what I was doing on a Thursday or Friday night, who I was going to be hanging out with, what girls were, uh, you know, into me and what, uh, what girls I was into. Uh, then when you go to Peru and you experience, you know, oh shit, I need some clean water so I can drink. Um, let me boil this five gallon drum, uh, so I can actually have some clean water. And, uh, when you step into someone's home and it's a dirt floor and literally four walls, there's nothing else. And that's where that, that's what they call home. Uh, you could give a shit about what you're doing on Thursday night. I'm curious. Uh, one, uh, why do you think it is that so often in our lives it takes something as tragic as losing a parent or some you know illness to have this sort of a wake up call uh, that forces us into the situations that we're in? Because I don't remember who said it. Um, actually, it was as a graffiti artist named Eric Wall who we had. He said, "You know, Soren Kierkegaard once said that all change is preceded by crisis." And I seem to find that that is the case with almost everybody interviewed. And I'm curious, you know, given the nature of your work, uh, why do you think that is? And I'm curious, uh, when you look back at having lost the job that you had now um, versus in the moment, how, you know, how's your perspective on it changed? Because I'd imagine you wouldn't be where you were. Are you where you are if that hadn't happened? Correct. Um, so... <sighs> Why does it take change, uh, something drastic like illness or death for people to change the path that they're on? Yeah. Um, Because we as humans want to live inside of a comfort zone. And when we're inside of that comfort zone, we're safe. And it requires something so drastic like illness or death to push us outside of that comfort zone and see, Oh shit, how I was really living. Wasn't, uh, wasn't how I wanted to be living. I was just feeling safe in that bubble. And, uh, and now that I'm on the other side or outside of that bubble, I can look at it, uh, from a different angle. And what about the job? Like you look at it now, um, how has that changed? I mean, because I, I remember losing a job when I was uh, fresh out of college and I thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And now, you know, 20 years later, I don't think I'd be where I'm at if that hadn't happened. Mm. Ugh, man, uh, I was literally repeating the words to myself last night, Wayne Burdick. That was uh, the CEO of the company. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, I, I should just call him up seriously and just tell him thank you for for firing me <laughs> because uh, I held a grudge for a little while um, and I was devastated and I'm like, oh, what does this mean for me as a human that I can't keep uh, uh, keep or maintain this job? Um, but that goes back to us adding labels to things. Uh, so when people are at parties, they're like, hey, what's your name? What do you do? Well, that's weird. That um, like what I do doesn't define who I am. Um, um, that's why I, at parties I like to go and say, "Hey, uh, what's your name and what makes your heart sing?" 
or hey, what's your name and what do you do for fun? Um, rather than what do you do for work? So how did uh, losing the job, um, how did losing the job change over time? Yeah. I mean, it, it, in the moment, it's devastating. In the moment, uh, you think everything's over. Um, but in reality, it's freeing you up to do or, or find something that you're meant to do. So walk me through what planted the seed for uh, best self. Like, how did you arrive at this conclusion of, that this is what you were meant to do? Wow. Uh, so it was a journey. Uh, it was definitely a journey um, through learning entrepreneurship. And I, I was crashing and burning. I didn't really have a support system, didn't have a family or friends that understood like what this what an internet-based business was, what being an entrepreneur meant, why don't you just go back and get a job, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I joined an entrepreneur community online, and that's where I met my today business partner, my friend, Catherine. And uh, there was about 600 people in this entrepreneur class, and eight of us broke off for a Monday night call. And we'd talk about a bunch of things. we talk about how the course is going, uh, where we're getting fouled up, what, what things worked well. So it was essentially like a little weekly mastermind, mm -hmm. um, for, for the eight of us that were going through this and about four weeks in or five weeks in, we realized we, Catherine and I realized that, oh man, you know, we're the only ones taking action here. Everyone else is getting, having excuses or really not, uh, pushing themselves outside of what they're comfortable with or pushing themselves through this course. Um, and we should stick together. So that's when we became accountability partners and we held each other accountable going through the course and building our prospective businesses. Through that, we, we spent a, about a year, maybe a little over a year doing that and where we'd, reach out every day. Hey, here's what I'm working on. Here's what I'm doing. Uh, th this is coming up for me. How, how would you go about handling this? Or what do you think I should do? Um, or, Hey, I got this big win. Let me share it with you. And then we, then Catherine came to me and said, Hey, we have complementary skills. Why don't we go into business together on a joint venture? So we did, we built that business up and through, the, the growth in our own businesses and the growth in our joint venture that we had together, uh, now we're essentially solo entrepreneurs running two businesses rather than a solo entrepreneur running one. We needed to figure out how to be more productive in our day, how to pull huge levers on a consistent basis to get us further faster, how to get out of the, the never-ending to-do list and that's when we started reading books, hiring coaches, uh, going to uh, conferences and seminars and figuring out what works and what doesn't and what separates successful people from people that are just floundering and what those habits, traits and skills were and are that allow people to get further faster. And we would just start implementing in our existing business, uh, in our joint venture and in our uh, solo businesses that we're also running. And through this, we, we developed a, a, um, an affinity for liking the, the growth and development that we were working on. And we created a simple framework for ourselves. And that framework is now today the self-journal. Um, but it wasn't the self-journal when we started. It was a blank moleskin. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we would just fill out this framework every day and crush work day in and day out. We would do more work in a day than, than most people get done in a week. And then we finally said, Hey, you know what? We're pretty good at creating products. Why don't we create this product for ourselves? So we don't have to write in this, in this moleskin every, every day. Mm -hmm. So cool. So we looked at a small batch run and it was pretty expensive and we didn't want to tie up all our capital into one product. So we reached out to a couple friends said, hey, uh, if, if we create this this planner journal thing, would you like buy 10 or maybe even 20 of them? 
um, and give them to like your friends and your audiences and pe- people, uh, like families and friends. And our buddies that we reached out to said three things. They said, how quickly can I get them? How many can I get? And can I invest? We're like, whoa, wait, you actually like this? I thought we were like the only weird ones who, who wanted to do this. Uh, do this being right in a, in a day planner every day. Um, so we said, okay, well, if these people like it, why don't we see how many other people would like it? And we launched it on Kickstarter, this product. Uh, the, the Kickstarter lasted 34 days. And after the 34 days, Catherine and I were like, wow, that was a lot of fun. You know, I like dealing with all these people. Uh, they're, they're high achievers. You know, I like them. And, you know, it was a product that we care about because, you know, we developed it for ourselves. But it turns out other people would like it also. And I'll never forget. She called me up on a Sunday. The Kickstarter had just ended on like a Tuesday or Wednesday or something like that. And the thought of going back to our old joint venture just wasn't jiving with Catherine. And uh, she called me up. She's like, Alan, I need to talk to you. You know, um, we we just did so good on this Kickstarter. We just had so much fun doing it. She's like, I I really don't think we should continue with with, um, uh, the, the other business that we have. And I was like, you know what? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I, I just had so much fun. I like dealing with these customers and I like interacting with them. And like the whole marketing strategy is really awesome. And it's not just selling shit. Uh, and so she's like, I think we should sh- shut it down. I'm like, ooh, yeah, you know, uh, like I agree we shouldn't proceed forward with it, but why don't we sell it instead? <laughs> so she's like, I like that idea much better. So we ended up selling that business, and that was like the day that we went all in on Best Self. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, well, lots of questions, as, as you might imagine. Um, you know, you mentioned three things that really caught my attention. You mentioned um, productivity, pulling certain levers that allow you to achieve you know bigger results and getting more done in a week than most people do in a day and i'm curious if you can expand on, on what those were and, and what the framework is and how that you know <clears throat> and how people apply that to their lives it, it it sounds so simple that when i tell you it it's like duh uh, <laughs> i know that um but it, the reality is is we're humans and we forget to to do the simple things mm-hmm. Uh, and, and what it comes down to is it, it's pretty basic. It's determining where you want to be in the future and being crystal clear with that and having a timeline and make it quanti- uh, uh, putting some numbers behind it, right? So, okay, I want to do this with my business by this date um, is, is a starting point. And then you just break that down. Okay, what would I have to do in order to get there? So is it a marketing strategy? Is it joint ventures? Is it uh, just more phone calls? Is it, what, what is it? Um, and break that down into a daily plan of saying, okay, well, if I know I need to make this many phone calls to hit this number, uh, how many phone calls can I do in a day to make sure that I, I get there? That's like a sales-based mm-hmm. uh, algorithm. If it's, Uh, if it's a digital business where you're selling products, it's like, okay, well, if I know that I want to sell this many products by this day, what is my current conversion rate? Okay. Based on my current conversion rate, how much traffic would I have to drive in order to hit that number? Okay. Let me break that down on a daily basis. Okay. How many, how many visitors do I need to get to my website by this, uh, every day in order to hit this goal? If we're basing it off this conversion rate. And then it's simple math. Okay, well, based on that, um, what is my cost per acquisition? And can I keep my cost per acquisition down so I'm still making a profit to hit this goal? Uh, and, and that's more, more numbers-based. Mm-hmm. One thing that I, I strongly recommend is, okay, is setting a, a three-month goal rather than a year-long goal as yeah. part of this, the, the uh, framework. Um, And the reason why you choose a three-month goal is because we tend to procrastinate all the time. Mm -hmm. So when you set a year-long goal, you'll procrastinate six months before you you even start doing anything. But if you set a three-month goal, whoa, the finish line's right there. I better make some progress so I don't procrastinate. And it's long enough where you can actually make progress. Mm -hmm. So you you could do a lot in three months. Um, but going back to the daily, how, how could we get more done in a day than most people do in, in a week? It's realizing what's important is checking your email 400 <laughs> times a day that going to help make the progress that you want to achieve. Um, no, probably not. Unless it's uh, a big deal and a big email, but if that's the case, then you would probably already know uh, that that's that's in there, and there's no reason for you to check your email so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you being sucked into a social media rabbit hole? Literally last week, <laughs> I I do CrossFit and I went to go pull up uh, the new schedule, and they post the new schedule on their Facebook page. And I pull up my phone and I go to, and I'm like, okay, I got to go and go to their Facebook page, pull up the new schedule. Five minutes later, I'm like, wait a second. I, I didn't even do, start doing what I, what I wanted to do. Damn you, Facebook. You got me again. You know, because it sucks you in. So it's being really intentional with your time and where your time is going and what you're spending your time on mm-hmm. uh, on a daily basis um, that will really help you make progress on what, what you want to achieve. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody who's listening, like you said, the simplicity of it is pretty mind boggling. And mm-hmm. I don't think that anybody who's listening doesn't know that. And, and I guess it raises the question, why is it that people struggle to change this behavior uh, on the path to achieving what they want to? 
that goes back to being in their comfort zone. They don't uh, they don't feel the pain enough for them to to make the the change. Uh, stop surfing the web. Stop watching YouTube videos. Um, uh, they don't have a big enough purpose, um, or they don't know what their purpose is, uh, or they don't have goals uh, big enough goals that would drive them to uh, to be better. So. Um, yeah, that's that. So I know that, uh, you know, this, you know, this planner hasn't been around forever. Um, and obviously you've had competition from tons of other people who are in this. So I'm curious one, you know, uh, how you guys thought about that. And also I, I remember from, from reading your story that Damon John was one of your investors as well. So I mean, I'm curious what you have learned by, by working with people like him. Sure. So, um, what have we, what have we thought about the competitors coming in? Yeah. Um, or that already existed before you guys were there. Uh, there wasn't really ones that existed. There was day planners, but they weren't based around a goal setting system. There were, uh, planners that were like, uh, well, I guess the passion planner was out. The passion planner was out before us, but that thing was huge, right? I couldn't carry that around all day and it was dated. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted something undated that didn't make me feel like crap if I missed a day. Cause now I've got this blank page that I'm skipping over. I just want to pick up right where I left off. Um, and there wasn't anything that like associated with goals or wins or being really, um, uh, entrepreneurial, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the competitors that came in after us, uh, we we just are moving so fast that they're they're in our dust, man. Um, we are we are not a journal company. We are not a planner company. Uh, we're a company that's driven to solve problems for high achievers, and that's our focus. Um, so if competitors come in and they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to, you know, create a planner because I know there's a market for it because these guys at best self, uh, guys and girls at best self can, can do it. Um, I'm going to take some of their market share. They're already off. They're already start playing. They're playing the wrong game. Mm -hmm. Um, so that doesn't bother me. Um, as far as Damon John, Damon John is actually not an investor. So he, he has not invested in us. We met Damon John through winning the Shopify build a business competition. Okay. He was one of the mentors there. And, uh, Catherine, uh, one night. So Damon John carries, if he goes someplace, he's got an entourage with him and his entourage is so much fun. We, we, we just laughed the whole freaking time that we were together. But, um, he also carries around a Monopoly board. So after dinner one night, they were going around the table like, hey, who wants to play Monopoly? This and that. I'm like, I'll pass. Catherine raises her hand. She's like, yeah, I'll play. She sits right next to Damon John. And this Monopoly game goes on until 2 o'clock in the morning at, at this mansion in Long Island. And um, and her and Damon John were the last ones at the table. Everyone had, had – um, had been bought out or, or failed. And uh, Catherine could have kept going, but she ended up letting them win because we were, she was so tired. Uh, but that's how the relationship started. And uh, he's just been a, a, a huge fan of us. We've been huge fans of, of his. He's been an affiliate of ours, which is uh, how he endorsed the product. He, he uses the product. Um, he launched... After our interaction, he had just opened his, uh, or excuse me, after our introduction with him, he opened his co-working space called Blueprint and Co. Uh, it's in New York, in Midtown, and um, and we ended up sponsoring all uh, new clients that come into his co-working space with uh, custom products. So pretty much every product that we make. Um, we provide to any member of Blueprint and Co. So, I mean, what did you learn about uh, mindset uh, from somebody like him, and, and what enables achievement at that level? Mm. It's he has a unique way to look at 
a business and say, okay, I see what you're doing. I see where you want to go. And then he's able to fill the gap. So he's really big into partnerships, joint ventures, or just this strategic person who's already walked the walk and pulling that person and or resource in to help get that company much further. And that's how he's built so many, so many successful brands and uh, what makes him successful with his uh, with his investment deals is he says, okay, um, I have this huge suite of resources that I can pull from, and if I see a company come in and see where where they're strong at or where they're weak at, I can then take one of my resources, add it to this business, and then they're off and flying. So I think that was really interesting at the way that he looks at growth and and. Um, just changing the mindset of, oh, I have to do everything myself to, oh, who's already done this that I can team up with? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really curious, uh, you know, obviously as a business, revenue matters to you guys, but I don't imagine based on the mission of, of what you guys do, that's the ultimate measure of whether you're successful or not. Uh, at least from having purchased one of these journals, my, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'd imagine one of the biggest measures is what goals people actually achieve with this. Yeah. Uh, it is. Um, we're trying to. Uh, <laughs> we would love it if we could get everybody's like a ticker on our website of, you know, fifty-five thousand goals reached. You know, and we could we could aggregate that data. Uh, unfortunately, it's only in the hands of the people using the journal <laughs> right. uh, at at the moment. Yeah. Um, but we have a huge community that shares their wins yeah. and. Hearing those stories, and we have a, a we actually have a good news um, channel in Slack that shares like all of our customer wins um, and any, anything worth sharing, um, just so we can, you know, see how our products are changing people's lives for the better. Mm-hmm. Really, what uh, what have been some of the ones that have surprised you, and what have been some of the most inspiring ones? Um. One person used four journals to go from nothing to launching a book, um, a, a very successful book. Uh, so the first journal, he, he mapped out what the book was going to be about, the outline, the basic framework. The second journal that he used, he worked with publishers to pre-sell it. Um, was able to find a publisher before the thing was written, just based on the outline. The second journal, he was able to crank out, or excuse me, the third journal, he was able to crank out um, a, a huge chunk of uh, the, the almost the finished book. And then uh, the fourth journal, he was able to uh, put it on bookshelves, um, which I think is phenomenal. Wow. Um, there's another person who has his own, uh, his own business. He's, um, he's based in the UK and with his first journal, he wanted to double his business. He was able to double his business with his second journal. He goes, you know what? I'm going to double my business again. And sure enough, with the second journal, he doubled his business again. Then with the third one, he goes, Ooh, you know, I, I might be maxed out here. I, I might be pushing a little bit too hard. You know, th- things have been going crazy. It's only been six months. Uh, but screw it. I'm going to double my business again. And on the third journal, he doubled his business again. Uh, he set a little reward for, for himself on that last one. Uh, we told him to. So he, it gave him like something more to push forward to than just doubling the business and doubling the business, which is great. Um, but he ended up buying himself a, uh, a BMW M3 um, for all of his hard work. Hmm. Wow. Um, it's interesting because I, I remember you've, you kind of made a convincing case for maybe to pick up another copy of this journal because I had one. I went through it and, um, you know, I, I have not yet picked up another one, but you've made a pretty convincing case for why I might <laughs> consider doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after this call, man, just, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give me your address. I'll send you a care package. All right. Um, I'm curious, what is the, do you see people who aren't effective with it? And, and if so, what is the difference in their behavior? Like what differentiates the person yes. who, who makes good use of this? Cause I'd imagine you'd want to know that about your customers. 
Yeah. Um, so, so there are some people who aren't successful with this. So a lot of people use it for health. A lot of people use it for personal goals. Um, not just business. I, I use business examples here, but there's people who change their lives with, you know, they wanted to lose 20 pounds or run a, a marathon or do a triathlon. Um, I, I, I'd probably kill over and die if I try to do a triathlon, but <laughs> you and me both, <laughs> uh, but people are able to do it. Um, the, the people that fail at it, um, and I wouldn't say fail. It's just maybe they haven't ingrained a, a positive habit into their life. And I think that's it. They, they, they use it for a short stint and then we'll stop or they'll use it, use it for like two or three weeks and then they'll go on vacation. But when they get back, they forget to pick it back up and then they're right back to where they were because they haven't made it a positive habit yet. Um, other people who have failed on it actually get it and, and they're so terrified of making a mistake mm -hmm. that they don't even want to write in it because, oh, what if I screw it up? What I don't really know the goal that I have or um, it just looks so pretty I don't want to ruin it. And when people are at that point, we just give them permission to, to, to fail immediately. You know what? Don't worry about being perfect. Just take action. And that's what it's all about. You know, it's interesting you say that because um, that was one of the, the pieces of resistance. Even I, as somebody who religiously writes every single day and, and plans out stuff and writes books and, and, you know, has, you know, a very clear sense of what I'm going to do every morning when I wake up. I remember looking at the sample outline of how one of the pages was filled out and I was like, okay, mine looks nothing like that. This is a work of art and mine seems like a, a total mess. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should go back and uh, just change the example to look a little bit more scratchy and dirty. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. Um, uh, especially if we want to – if and people who purchase this book want to be better, right? Mm -hmm. So people who purchase the journal say, okay, my life's here, but I want to be here regardless of what it is. Um they, they want to make sure that when they take action on something that it's going to be the best it can be. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't want to fall into the trap of analysis paralysis or, uh, or perfection, which is also a form of procrastination. Mm. Wow. Uh, well, this has been really cool. So I have one last question for you, which is how we finish all of our interviews at the Unmistakable Creative. What do you think it is that makes somebody or something unmistakable? Can, oh, man. So I want you to go back to like the parent thing or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> just because like I, I've never talked about that before. And I'm just like, oh, man, what? I hope someone got some value out of that. I don't know. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Repeat your question. What do you think it is that makes somebody or something unmistakable? Oh, what do I think it is? Somebody. I think it's, I, I think there's, it has something to do with passion. It has something to do with giving a shit. When people give a shit, they end up doing better uh, and surprising themselves. And then therefore they, they, they surprise the people around them. And then those people do, uh, then those people give a shit and then those people do better. Um, it, it, it comes down to caring and, and believing in, in what you're doing. Wow. Well, I think that makes a fitting end to our conversation. Where can people find out more about you and your work? Wow. Um, you can find me personally at alanbrower.com um, or on Facebook, Alan Brower. Uh, if you want to see more about Best Self, uh, you can go to bestself.co. Uh, that's where we have a suite of products. We give most of our stuff away for free. So Chrome extensions. Um, we actually give our journal away for free on there. And um, yeah. Awesome. And for everybody listening, maybe we'll wrap the show with that. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you ever felt a twinge of worry about AI taking over your job or diluting your creativity? Well, what if you could turn that fear into creative fuel? We've just published an amazing new ebook called The Four Keys to Success in an AI World. And this is more than just a guide. It's a deep exploration into the human skills that AI can't touch, the skills that are essential for standing out and thriving, no matter how much technology evolved. We're talking about real differentiators here, like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking, and much more. Inside, you'll find actionable insights and strategies to develop these skills, whether you're a creative person, a business person, or just simply someone who loves personal development. This isn't a story about tech taking over. It's a story of human creativity thriving alongside AI. Picture this AI as your creative co-pilot, not just as a tool, but a collaborator that enhances your unique human skills. The Four Keys ebook will show you exactly how to do that and view AI in a new way that empowers you instead of overshadows you. Transform your creative potential today. Head over to unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys. Use the number four, K-E-Y-S. That's unmistakablecreative.com slash four keys and download your free copy.